0: Well, Ron and Santa never does that to me. The king at CNBC, and there's so much going on, of course. The big showdown between Biden and McCarthy, they're calling it this morning, the debt ceiling showdown. The Fed raised, uh, uh, again, more hikes, a quarter of a point. Inflation, still an issue. So here he is, my man, the great Ron and Santa. Ronnie, good morning. How are you, buddy?
1: Hey, I'm good. Listen, at least you get a text back. That's all I got to say. So. You don't? No. <laughs> no, I have to call. You know, I have to call because I I keep waiting for the response and it's like
0: you know you know what's um, funny about check you? Text. you check yeah. check check your texts. Yeah, check your text You're such a, a nice man. I for example, a couple of years ago we we uh launched our charity for Gabriel and we had this soft party at Joseph Abboud's old clothing store. And you live in Jersey, you're on TV all day, you're exhausted it was raining that night. You show up with your wife, which we'll never forget that. Never. Also gave a very nice donation. Anytime I text you, you text me back right away. You're great to my wife. I know you're a sweet person. But yet, there's a side of you that is really nasty. I mean, me and Chris Cuomo are about to fight. Now you want to fight Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I want the undercard, absolutely. Right, and, and now you've been on I this show. Beat you beat that you,
1: little bow-tie-wearing geek to a pulp.
0: See this? And you've also threatened guys like uh, Charles Payne, Charlie Gasparino. I never
1: che- I never, and I've never threatened them. No. I've called them out on stuff that they've done. Yeah, but
0: you want to beat them up, right?
1: Uh, Charlie's a boxer. No, uh, no way I get it. No, no, you, Charlie, you
0: yes. can't beat it's him, but you, but, but you want to beat him up, yes?
1: Well, I, I don't really have, I don't have that much animosity towards Charles Payne. I, I just think he shouldn't be doing what he's doing for a living, but, you know. <laughs> Tucker Carlson? Yeah, I would love to just, you know, beat his little prep school brains out. Right, so,
0: so before we get into debt ceilings and inflation and Fed hikes, can you tell me what the genesis is of the Insana-Tucker Carlson war?
1: Oh, I just I think he's a dangerous human being who's lying to the American public every single night with, with particular respect to things like vaccines, um, immigration, which I think he has no idea what he's talking about. We're, we're short five million workers in the United States. We have a bit of a baby bust going on. Our population's actually declining. And and all he does is bang people of color, you know, verbally by saying that, you know, they don't belong here. All our people came here from somewhere else. Yours, mine, you know, yeah, they checked into Ellis Island, but they signed. They never they never wrote ahead and told the American government they were on their way, right? They just showed up. And, and you know, given when my, my grandparents came here in the early 1900s, they could have disappeared into any part of the country that wasn't settled yet. And there was a lot of it. And never became citizens. Now, that it happened that they didn't do that, but you know, there was there, there's never really been, until recently, you know, this formal process. But there's always been, if you read the literature, this you know just this just, just total hatred of the other. And 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 I think people who preach that are are are, are number one just just morally bankrupt, and two doing the country a great economic disservice because population growth is what drives the economy and our population growth has stalled completely all
0: right well listen i'm not going to argue that i love tucker carlson i actually think uh, in total disagreement he's the best tv show host now by a mile and if and we're going to talk about people lying on television i promise you i wouldn't do this so i won't but you may want to take a look at some of the people you walk by the halls every day. So let's not talk about lying on television. I
1: work television. at CNBC, by the way. I work at CNBC.
0: Oh, they lie, no. too. There's a bunch of people that lie
1: No, 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 no.
0: no, no.
1: <laughs> okay, well,
0: listen. You're entitled to that opinion, but why so much outrage what is what is all this what happened did you get picked fourth i think it's true
1: no No, did i did i get picked fourth no like (laughs) like in a basketball game like 30 years ago no 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 no. no. well well, first of all i'm five six (laughs) you know basketball's not my sport i'm not you know i'm not hitting threes and i'm not you know just jamming down the middle of the lane you know and dunking that never happened i played football played baseball you know, so, no, I, I, I'm not concerned about my athletic skills. Okay. You know?
0: All right. Because I just... Uh, but, no, no the, the, I'm
1: not no. angry for that. I, th- I think he is a dangerous human being.
0: Okay. Well, we disagree there. Is that okay?
1: Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> of course. I still like <laughs> you. Love you. Whatever. I love, I love you, you know?
0: too. I'm just... I always get so surprised. Like, the Cuomo story pops up. You're like, I'll fight Carlson on the undercard. I'm like, what?
1: Well, listen, I will tell you, if, if, if Hannity didn't train MMA, I'd do them both at the same time.
0: So, now you want to kick Hannity and Carlson's ass.
1: T- together, oh,
0: that'll be a, a blast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> see, now it all—it's it, all clear to me why I misloved you all these years. It really is. <laughs> now I got to know you personally. I love you too. But <laughs> he used I, to wish me dead every time I was nah, on the nah, show. Nah. He loved you. That's that's when he said that. It was his way of being nice. And again, <laughs> yeah, I'm on record. I'm both Sean Hannity, Hannity's actually a friend of mine. I love him and Tucker Carlson. But see, that's the beauty of sitting friends in the morning. And that's why I think this show is different than most in that Sean yeah. Hannity will come on and I'll tell him how great he is, how much I love him. You'll come on. You're, you're an absolute dear friend. I don't care whether you love him, hate him means nothing to me. People get right. so outraged in the audience, but that's the issue with our country today.
1: You should be able to have different points of view without killing somebody.
0: Right, but you want to kill people anyway. So in, do you. Uh,
1: you, want to, you want to beat up Chris Cuomo.
0: I do. I want to kick his ass. You're right. Uh,
1: you, I would, I would <laughs> recommend that, Chris, not get in the ring with you. That, uh, that would well, be my first recommendation. Well, thank
0: you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm also not a very big fan of Joe Biden. Now, he's an old man and all that. But you talk about people destroying the country. My God. No, no.
1: Oh. Uh, wow. tell, tell me how. Please tell me how. How many I'm, hours? Is this show four hours? Clear for your audience. Yeah. Four hours. Clear for your audience. Yeah. I am not some raging leftist. I am a centrist individual. I, I I like ideas from both sides of the aisle, as long as they're prudent, as long as they move the ball forward. But what? I don't, given what he's done with, with Ukraine, given how he's now beating back China and taking even he
0: greater... Says, no, no, no. Stop, stop. He's not beating back anybody. He's not beating back China. China treats him like a little bitch. He does nothing to beat back China. That's what Trump did. Uh, the Ukraine thing is a disaster. No, We've no, given no, them no, billions no, and the billions and billions of dollars in aid on a war that we never should have got involved in, in the first place. I don't even want to go hmm. there about Joe Biden. He's destroyed...
1: Putin in Poland?
0: It's I, no, not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
1: He would have gone to oh, Lithuania, Estonia, sure, yeah. right, right. Latvia. By the way, by the, way, the
0: only Lafayette. reason why you've got a Ukraine-Russia war is because this idiot is in charge in the first place because Alaska, you can't stand, spent four years, and there was no Ukraine-Russia war. So don't get me started on Biden foreign policy. He's the most feckless and worst president in the history of the country.
1: He's reconstructed NATO.
0: He has reconstructed because, he, because he's going back to paying for everybody else's business? When Trump no, said no, thank you?
1: Actually, Germany is paying more now for defense than they ever have. Now who started that?
0: Period. Who started that the last guy?
1: Well, first of all, they, they don't, they don't kick money into NATO. They spend more as a percentage of GDP on their own defense. There is no donation or no payment or no dues that goes into NATO. Yeah, But I think Biden has done it Wonderful job. I, th- I think the former guy would have let Putin walk past Crimea and take Ukraine back. Yeah, but, no, but, but, but
0: Putin wouldn't horrific. do it. Putin wouldn't do it because he respected and was intimidated by the former guy. This guy's such a pussy. Really? Yeah. Was, was there a oh, Russia Ukraine war? Did you use that word was on radio? there a Russia Ukraine war?
1: Yeah, they took Crimea in 2014. Was
0: uh, Trump then, president? Then, wait, wait, wait. wait well, that was Obama. And Biden was, was in the, was the, the White, White House then, too. Happen. So well, when, he doesn't make that decision when, then, but Trump, I mean, when Trump was the president of the United States, Ron. I'm going to end this right here. Was there a Ukraine-Russia war? No, because Putin wouldn't it do it. He did it when Obama there was, was there. For one. He did it when Obama was there, and he did it when Biden was there.
1: You can't connect those no, he's dots? Get, he's, he's getting crushed, and he's destroying his economy in the process.
0: That's fine. Okay, great. That That's because of Biden. Biden gets lucky in that respect. Biden didn't know that you done know, nothing. We're providing I mean,
1: a ton of support. Uh, to too much and support training and weapons.
0: Right. Too much support. Why? Too much.
1: Why? Yeah. You want World War Three? You're not going you to get World War Three. You're not going to. You hey. want? You want China to be emboldened to take Taiwan? You don't really believe all. On oh, by the
0: way, by the way, there was no China Taiwan talk when Trump was president. Now yes, we're doing there was that. No, no, there no, wasn't. No, no, no. Been, no there, there wasn't.
1: China Taiwan talk. No, in
0: there wasn't. And, and North Absolutely. Korea stopped firing missiles into the water and towards Japan. No, they yeah, they did. No, they he went to see they Rocket Man, bomb. and it stopped. He went to see no, Rocket no, Man, they and it them. stopped. They, the, the, they no, the
1: nuclear program. There
0: were no bad deals with Iran. Listen, listen. This is the worst foreign policy president ever. You are want to talk about the economy. Out of Let's it the year. stick We're not it.
1: supporting. We're not going back to the air the Iranian deal. In fact, we're going the opposite way. We oh, just worked with Israel oh, yeah. to dismantle a drone facility. Yes, yes.
0: Very nice that, that these morons, Biden and Kerry, came to the realization that nobody in this country on either side wants to deal with Iran, who wants to blow up Israel every day. I mean, please, listen. The economy's a mess. Inflation was at 8-9% down. Okay, it's, coming, it's down. coming down, but it was, Ron, it was terrible for months. A year, Terrible. Month.
1: Okay, so you understand that this is more like a post-war environment than it is like the 1970s. I don't. I'll, any economist who's been talking about this and comparing this to the wage price spiral in the 70s that led to 11% unemployment, 13% inflation, and 20% interest rates is the wrong analog. We had a pandemic. We had a war that drove up energy prices, disrupted supply chains. Inflation is now running at an annualized rate over the last six months at about 2%, right, where the Fed wants it. It, this was a pandemic-related. Oh no! no, no okay,
0: thank you. Uh, let's move to the pandemic. That uh, you, you can use that excuse for the next hundred years. Uh, tell me about this meeting yesterday. It's a no, there's it's a big, not. No, it's not. It was difference. a reason about two years ago. Not anymore. Give me the uh, the, the reason why uh, we have all these economic issues. Is the White House's administration has no idea what they're doing from 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 their economists <laughs> to the people who build it. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're are, a joke. You are. They're on a one joke. This they're a, now listen. No, I'm, I'm telling the truth. Now, give me the, the meeting between Biden and McCarthy yesterday. Now, Biden, yeah. Biden doesn't want to do anything here because it was up to Biden. Our country will look just like Europe, right? Small houses, federal government in charge of everything. This is what he wants. So he doesn't really want to really negotiate or do anything to fix this debt ceiling because he's stupid. Are you
1: stupid. like doing crystal meth in the morning before your show? <laughs> I,
0: mean, I am giving you the real facts. So tell no, me that's what
1: you call me for.
0: No, I know that. But clearly this morning, your uh that little bias is back. You can't come on this show or any show and tell me Biden's doing a good job with anything. Of course, it's utterly ridiculous. There's nothing he's oh, sure. done good with, not foreign policy, not economy, not the racial issues in this country. He's effed up every single thing he's touched. But this meeting with McCarthy yesterday, how did that go? Yeah.
1: Well, they, right now they're saying that they may have a path forward. What's important is that they just raised the debt ceiling. The, the debt ceiling is, is is not being raised to cr- in, allow for future spending. It's uh, it, it would be raised to allow for us to pay for prior bills and prior borrowing. So if you default on existing debt obligations, you could create a financial market scenario in which interest rates skyrocket, the dollar plunges, and the stock market gets killed, which leads to an economic crisis We, we did this in two thousand and eleven. It was a very, very bad game of chicken that took place back then yeah. around the debt ceiling and you, and we had our we had our debt downgraded for this the first time in the nation 's history. just something you don 't want to play with so irrespective of whether you want to go through a regular budget process when this is done, and reduce spending that 's fine that 's a discussion that 's a budget negotiation. The debt limit should never be used as kind of a, a hostage taking mechanism in order to reduce future spending. This is just so we pay the bills right. that we've already incurred.
0: Right, but, but but spending is a part of the issue here. I guess, again, this is where you do have the the, uh, the knowledge, and I don't. But everybody I speak to, Ron, all people I respect and love, including you, you, Larry, Monica, all these people say the same thing, that uh, this thing will be over by June, that, that the there's, there's more fear right now than the reality of a default
1: one would hope i mean and, you know this there's a lot of brinksmanship that goes on it's a game of chicken you know you take it down to the wire which we did in 2011. now the debt ceiling was raised three times under president trump without a negotiation without any re- reductions in spending and which included a 1.7 trillion dollar tax cut that was unfunded so it, the debt ceiling can be raised without an argument there's no doubt about it and and should be in fact we should probably get rid of it because once you incur the obligation you have to pay it the budget negotiations and again look We spend on Social Security, Medicare, defense, interest on the national debt, all of those three things, which are very difficult to cut, account for between 75 to 80% of all federal spending. So if you cut all discretionary spending, you still would not get to a balanced budget. And so there's just some myths out there about how this process works. Yes, there should be, you know, wiser choices being made in terms of spending. There are ways to, you know right size the budget to an extent but but getting it in balance in five years would probably crush the economy because you would take a a huge prop out from underneath economic growth that comes from whatever programs we currently support
0: all right last one uh, ronnie about 30 to 60 seconds to go the fed again raised the rate another quarter point i mean how many more times do you think this is going to happen at what point what number will it stop
1: we think we're going to stop around 5%, which is about a quarter point away. But the Fed seemed to indicate one or two more rate hikes was likely, although they said progress is being made on inflation, which is why the stock market rallied yesterday. I think they're going too far. I think inflation is going to come down far faster than most people would predict. And and I think that it is a rearview mirror problem and that this is not the 1970s. And anybody who thinks it is, is making an enormous mistake.
0: That was a lot of fun, no?
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> that's
0: a good way to start your yeah. day,
1: Ronnie. So yeah. um, I'm going to go drop a Xanax and see if I can make it through the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> Bro, I love you. That's uh, that's what it's all about. Yell, yell and scream at each other, go back and forth, and at the end of the day, shake hands and tell you I love you. That was a great, great appearance. I'll talk to you again very, very soon, Ron and Santa. Thank you so much. Be well, my friend, right. My man, Ron and Santa right there on Sid and Friends in the morning, go a little fiery at 6 a.m. I like that. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's PriorityGoldGuide.com.